Okay, here we are in a forest in Grunewald. Green forest? Well, the address is here. Friedhof oh, yeah. Grunewald Forst. Ah, yeah, so. Uh, and I took a bus here, and Renus took his bike and yeah. arrived about three hours after me. My concentric circles started very wide. And why are we here then? Why are we here? Even well, I know already. Um, this is uh, where Christina Pefgen ah, buried. I'm glad you said that because I wasn't sure how to pronounce her surname. Yeah. So I had that umlaut. And her artist ah, name umlaut. is uh, Nico. Nico, oh yeah. And she's buried here because uh, it was a favorite uh, cemetery. It was a favorite one. Well, she used to come here all the time. Apparently, or, or maybe uh, she went here because she uh, didn't live very long in, uh, in, uh, in Berlin. She was born in, born in Cologne. Cologne, and then her mother took her to Berlin in 1940, born in 38. She, yeah, 38, so yeah. beginning just before the beginning of the Second World War. Yeah, or, or, or just amazing, during, uh, right at the beginning. I thought that was a very weird move. So uh, six, she was six when the war finished, so she went through it. Yeah. Her father was in the uh, Wehrmacht, uh -huh. America, uh, American force, I going to say, American forces. No, she was in the German army. Oh, that's maybe the, the reason that they had to move to, uh, to Berlin. Uh, I think it, from what I read, I mean, it's, it's just common uh, knowledge. It's nothing unusual, I guess, is that she, they moved for, to Berlin, to the outskirts anyway, to around here because of the fighting and the bombing. Oh. But it's kind of weird to move from Hold on, no, no, she, I Berlin. think she also lived in, uh, in Schoenberg, like uh, some other great uh, Just heroes from uh, yeah. music and film world. Like, yeah, but she was very young, she was, during the war yeah. she was like under 10, so like 6. No, no, she was 7 30, when, when it finished. Yeah. But I, I thought that was a very <laughs> strange move to, uh, it seems strange. to go from Cologne to, to yeah. Berlin. But of course, at the beginning of the war, you don't know that you're going to lose. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that they're going to destroy a big part of the city and yeah. get all those bombs. And then uh, I wouldn't like to hear the stories that the mum had to tell when the, There's, uh, apparently when the Soviets were around. Some of her stories, which could be lies. Yeah. Um, shall we enter? About her father being shot by... Uh, Oh, yeah, I don't know anything about the, about the father. Yes, uh, we are entering the place yeah. now. Look, there's a big door and it says, Bitter sehen Sie die Tour. We have to shut it because of wild yeah. boar, apparently. There's it's wild a, boar in this forest. It's a wooden door and it looks very yeah. very old. With uh, a wrought iron thing on it. And yeah. Yeah. Make sure the devil can't come in. Okay. Although two of them have already entered. <laughs> but maybe I, I should tell a little bit about the history of this, uh, of this cemetery. Go ahead. Uh, located in Grunewald, which is a big uh, forestal uh, or wood area in the very west of Berlin, near the Havel, which is the river that, uh, yeah, is the western border. And, ah. peop and the people come here, oh, Already uh, stops. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a very small graveyard yeah. cemetery. Friedhof. There's some wooden graves on the left here. Just very old looking. Lots of stuff from the 1900s. Well, 1920s. Well, um, 
You see Russian names? Yep. Russian crosses. 1917. They, but these crosses look very modern looking. The, yeah. the wood. And this, uh, this cemetery is apparently the suicide cemetery. Really? You come here to... After. Oh, after, after, sorry. Uh, because uh, people who uh, committed suicide were not allowed to be buried in the regular cemeteries. Because it was a Christian days. tradition. Yeah. Ah. And apparently a lot of Russian uh, immigrants, and I don't know why that was a habit among uh, Russian immigrants, went to drown themselves in the Havel. The river, you, so there's nearby. The, there's a river just by here. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you, you're talking about um, Russians coming to, uh, to Berlin uh, must be uh, right before and right after the revolution. Mm. Um, first Russians that came here were Jews flying for the pogroms that they were doing in, uh, in Ukraine. Mm. And then after uh, the revolution, of course, all the people who were haunted by, uh, by Bolsheviks, right. they, uh, they came to uh, Berlin and, uh, and more being horrors. one of the 300,000 <laughs> Russians living here, or Soviets living there, no, then it was Russians, of course, mm. must have been very hard to find uh, employees. But also uh, domestic uh, workers, how you call the maids, yeah. who uh, got pregnant involuntary. Ah. Also, they committed suicide and uh, found a last resting place here. Ah. And Mrs. Uh, Pefken, Nico, like I said before, she was here because uh, she liked the place. Yeah. Although she died in Ibiza. Me yeah. <laughs> Off a, a bicycle, wasn't it? Apparently. Yeah, fell off but a bicycle. But she fell off it. Yeah, they yeah. reckon she had brain hemorrhage, but yeah, uh, but who knows? Yeah. So Renus was a bit superstitious, arriving here on his bicycle. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Nearly lost his way as well. All we can hear are the birds. I mean, it's right in, in the forest, deep in the forest, and it's, so, so, it's such a small graveyard. When I, mean, I was looking around earlier. And, it's, it's very tiny. Look here. Unbecanter, unknown man. So... They're all six-year-old. All 1939, 1945. Un unknown. Uh, many unknown. Some of them are... But, uh, yeah, all 1939, 1945, so... No, no, no. I, I think that's the estimation from when they should have died, because... Ah, uh, they don't know. Here you've got, like, uh, right. this Walter Osenborg, born yeah. in 1904, yeah, and then... Sorry. Uh, so, during the war, unknown yeah. people. But the, the strange thing is, in a sense, is that it's such a tiny graveyard. So, I mean, you were talking about suicides and, and yeah. things, I mean, there... There's not so many people here, I mean... The whole graveyard, I'd say, probably maybe 200 graves or 300 yeah. graves. It's the first time I'm here, so I, I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, uh, like to say, I'm guessing, but I did arrive here like a few hours before you. I was checking things out. Yeah, but here, this, this symmetrical row from un yes. unknown people. Yep. Oh, look, there's a tiny robin. There's a robin. That's the first robin I've seen in, nice. in Berlin. Is it real, or is it something from uh, what's his name's films? Um, what's the surrealist guy called? Salvador Dali. No, well, <laughs> I mean, Man Ray. 
No, not I won't say surrealist then. Surrealist influence with his films, uh, Eraserhead. Oh, David Lynch? Yeah, looks like a, a Robin from a David Lynch movie. It's not moving, is he? It is. We could do the whole pro Well, he's definitely moving, yeah, but it could be electronic. It could be just need batteries or something, I don't know. So, that is the Robin of the show. Chatting away to his friend. Oh, he's not even whistling. Let's see what we if get. Did moving. you already find Let's the follow grave? the Robin. Uh, I'd like to say no, but I, okay, I, you did. Did. Okay. I did. We just need to go <laughs> yeah, yeah, counterclockwise yeah. to Anti -clockwise. find Nico. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, she, she became a seamstress, as far as I understand, oh, early on in her life, doing making clothes and things. Then got involved with the Cardeve, or she was working in Cardeve, this um, huge, uh, how do you describe it? A warehouse. It's uh, the most luxury warehouse uh, yeah. in, uh, in Berlin. High class, uh, upper class, uh, expensive yeah. stuff. It's, it's, it's almost a, a museum of consumerism. Mm. I haven't been there yet, and maybe we should go one I day. have been in there. I went in there with yeah. Maya, my, my child. Hmm? Um, and it's got a, an, entire, an entire toy floor. Hmm? A very scary place for parents because the kids are just running from one thing to the but next. But was she selling clothes there or was who, she a model? Who am I? Am I a six-year-old? No, no. Oh, Nico. Yeah. She was, uh, she, she was working there as far as I understand. And then she was discovered by some guy and um, yeah, she became seen? a model then for Vogue and other, many uh, other magazines and things. And the guy that discovered her named her Nico uh -huh. after a ma male friend of his. I don't know what that intimates. But in any case, she, she adopted that name then. Well, my uh, guess is that she was already a model in KDW. Could be. Uh, yeah. Because that was, the, uh, that was what they did in the higher class, that mm. they didn't put on the clothes themselves, but asked the model to put on uh, the clothes. And then what, they, live, live uh, shows. Yeah, yeah. and then they <laughs> looked at it. Yeah. And that's, that's maybe how she got... Please put uh, it on for me. <laughs> how she got discovered because she went to Paris at a very in the in the fifties, so right. she must have been around twenty. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. her parents were quite rich, weren't they? Because they were connected with the Colch, um, this brewery. That's a, really, as far as I understand. Yeah. Uh huh. So she was. I would say she came from a rich family. You can dispute that, our listeners, if you want. But yeah, all my knowledge correct. comes from uh, the, the the documentary that I saw on her, ah. and uh, from which I um, deduced is that what Sherlock Holmes does, or Doctor Watson? Deduce, yes. yes. That the album Berlin by Lou Reed is about her. Ah. Uh, it starts like from <laughs> so that's how it starts. Mm -hmm. And in, in this documentary, there's, there's like a, a tiny clip of one, two, three seconds right. where she's dancing in a movie with someone. Ah. And you hear in the background the, the song going from Happy Birthday. Right. The, right. It's the same, uh, the same sample that uh, Lou Reed used. Ah. And then there's also one line in this album where he sings from uh, when she walked up to the door, she was like a child staring at her feet. And that's how exactly she was described when she first saw Jim Morrison standing in the doorway. Ah, ah, ah yeah. Uh, and it was Jim Morrison 
apparently that um, recommended after she'd done the, this album with the Velvet Underground. Jim Morrison was a friend of hers at the time. Or a lover uh, or whatever. Or a lover, who knows, you know. Um, maybe like our friend John Cooper Clark as well, who knew her as well in, in London. Oh, and they lived together. Yeah, they lived together, didn't they? That was another show that we yeah. did. Dr. John Cooper Clark, I should say. Uh, Jim Morrison, yeah, recommended that she start doing her own solo albums. So she took up the harmonium and then started singing these kind of melancholic sort of pieces. And that was after the, after the uh, Velvet Underground song which, uh -huh, album, okay. which she sung for of those uh, tracks apparently but yeah she was a model she was in film uh, Andy Warhol films his experimental sort of stuff I mean with those chiseled looks and kind of I think the, the, the best the, the best uh, uh, shots in, in, in the documentary were of her in New York mm. and that's that made me realize from what kind of city New York was in the early 60s yeah. From that, that was completely something can't, else. Can't it's imagine. got nothing to do with with every uh, aspect of culture that we grew up with, and yeah. and, and she was even not linked to jazz scenes because that that was very uh, very uh, en vogue and, and uh, well, the very avant garde in, in New York at that time right. with uh, Miles Davis, John Coltrane, mm -hmm. Charlie Parker. Uh, maybe jo Charlie Parker was already dead. But, um, but someone arriving there in the early 1960s, mm. there's also a Dutch writer who was uh, in the early 60s in, in, uh, in New York. And it's very, very difficult to, uh, to get a hold on, 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 on the soul of, the, of that era, what, mm. what was happening there. Mm. And it looks all very more, much more mythical because it's all in black and white. <laughs> the times before Bob Dylan arrived. Well, before Bob Dylan, there was it was his 80th birthday, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah. Was it 80th? I think it was 80 a few days ago. So yes, if you've joined us now, we are in the Grunewald Friedhof and Cemetery here, searching for Nico's final resting place. Yeah. Uh, or Christa Pafkin? Pafkin? Pafkin. Pafkin. I wonder who's going to find it. Well, I wonder if Renus will find her. The efforts I had to go through finding <laughs> this place, I here. think I can walk in circles for the next three, four hours okay. Okay, okay. without finding it. So, But it's very nice. It looks like someone's garden. It's very uh, yeah, like well kept. I mean, it's been ten years after. ago. Yeah. And it's clean and yeah. uh, and it's yeah, it, it's not so wild. It's of course it's nothing like Père Lachaise or anything like that. You just cannot compare. But, but yeah, but other graveyards in Berlin. It's got nothing to do with, uh, with fresh the socialism Friedhof that we. Uh, no, that's not. And also right. the weather is different. Mm. Oh yes, it's a beautiful, uh, nearly June day. You know, so May in 2021. The pandemic is. Uh, I want to say dying down, but that's not the right word. Um, people can eat outside now, cafes, it's cafe culture, everyone's out. 
Um, I think I think uh, the pandemic is on its way to uh, to finish because down. the virus is, is is doing the weirdest thing just to survive. Just dancing. Now you've got like the Brazilian Indian uh, variation, so yeah. they get the, the forces they go together, and it very look much looks like uh, Hitler's last attempt to win the war. Mm -hmm. So for the, uh, the no, way this virus is behaving. <laughs> Uh, so it shows up, it pops up in Japan. I don't Japan. know, it's hard to say because there's so much stuff on the, on the news and things about everything. You know, I just do not know, you know. And so much disinformation that people are saying as well, like friends, <laughs> for example. But I just don't know what to believe. I know, but I know for Berlin anyway, where we are, things have calmed down. There's no more curfew overnight. And, yep. um, and as I say, people are outside, it's warm weather suddenly after loads of the hotels will open soon weather hmm. they're already open but uh, for the hotels can will open soon for people who come here for just a visit hey, if you come for business she comes you'd better watch your step is this uh, the way you she announce is it going to break your heart into your, your moment's coming here soon right right you go because everybody knows she's a femme fatale, okay? It's not hard to realize. Just look into her false colored eyes. She'll build you up to just put you down. What a clown. And you go, because everybody, everybody knows, knows she's a femme fatale. <laughs> the thing she does to please, she's. And you say, She's oh, you say. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that's, the, that's the end part. Uh, we'll edit that out. Uh, we'll edit it in. I don't know. We'll get a singer in to sort of mm. do it properly. Mm. Mm. Yes. What's the, what's the other one not a little bit more uh, optimistic? Oh, is, that, is that what she's saying? Not the mirror thing? Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the plasticist ball of all? I don't know. What? Wow. No, didn't she sing from I'll be your mirror? I'll be your mirror. <laughs> put you you and what costume shall And you go to all tomorrow's parties. To, to all tomorrow's, tomorrow's parties. parties. Yeah, okay. No, we're back again. I missed it. You see? I missed it. Clara, Lotte, Richard, Caroline. It's all in order. Uh, yeah, that, that's, that was a thing. Uh, that's why I went counterclockwise. because I No, know no, I, 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 no, I, I guess it's, it's the one with a lot of flowers. I know why. I know why we lost. No? Because Venus is. Not this one with a lot of flowers? Doesn't like my singing. No. Round, all around. You see? I don't know, we're that's, lost. That's how it Look, goes. a host of that's golden daffodils. I'm, 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 I reckon we, it's the next lane in, oh, the, okay. in the Friedhof next, motorway. Next yeah, so Family let's just go Kearney. round. Kearney. Let's just go round and round and round. Yep. I guess they, they moved all the suicide guys, eh? From, well, you're not paying, so... Uh, just throw them into the forest. Nobody's around. here, it no. comes to claim you. It's right in the middle. You go. Yeah. I did like her work, though. I must admit, I was—I um, had a penchant, a love for her music. 
So apparently when the, when she died, sorry, I should be yep. a little bit sensitive. Hello, hello. Uh, here we go. Apparently when she died, they played uh, some music. Some people brought a cassette machine here. What? They and, they uh, what? They and they played they um, from this album that she made. And it was this track. Oh, there they are. Okay, Nico Mutterlein. There's also a banana noise. Can you describe what you're seeing? So here we are. There's two photographs of Nico and Christoph. Well, there's a banana, but not a needle and not a spoon. There's a banana and two cigarettes. Yeah, I tried to uh, detect a needle, but there is none. So, okay. 1910 to 1970, it says. No, that's a mum. Oh yeah, oh yeah, sorry, yeah. <laughs> she was buried with a mum. 1938 to 1988, is it? Yep. Harmonium is very happy, yeah. I like the sound of harmonium. Oh God. I've always liked it. Yeah. But maybe that's why you, you're not that attracted. No, there was a big heroin scene uh, in, the, For sure. in the town where I grew up. Yeah. And they were all filthy. <laughs> so that was not something I, was I felt attracted to. Mm. What a line. Apparently they played this when they buried her. Okay. Well, twelve. Can you say it? Thirty-three years ago. Mm. Could have been eighty-three. Living together with Christina. F. Okay, weird. In what sense? Just, uh, I mean, like, I remember going to um, Jim Morrison's grave in uh, in Père Lachaise, and it was a, it was ra it was a rainy day, and I was going with um, a girlfriend at the time, and and we couldn't find it. But then uh. finally, we realised that many of the people <laughs> were all heading towards Jim yeah, Morrison's grave. So you just hooked on to sort of like uh, one of these kind of carriages and stuff. And it was, yeah. And then when we found it, it was kind of bizarre because he was such a hero for so many people, you know. Huh. These poets, singers, and, and the lives they led, you know. Can't imagine. And Nico is buried in a very tiny graveyard in, on the edge of a forest on the edge of Berlin. Hey, but she didn't have to be buried here. She could have been shot out of a cannon into space. Like no, the guys it's, from Star Trek. Uh, it's, it's, it must have been in a will. I mean, 
because if you fall from your bike and you go gloom with your brain, she was in the a beast. Oh, bury me in world, in Grunewald, please. Say <laughs> <laughs> as my mother earth by. Wait, my last words. Ah. Yeah. So as mummy is here, where's daddy? Ah, that's a good question, right? So I do have a little story about that. Okay. I don't know whether it's it's good to finish off on this, but um. As far as what I've read, the father, a father enlisted as a soldier apparently in the, the start of the war, died in 42, and his precise cause of death is unknown, unbecant. So he's one of the unbekannte men? Maybe. Yeah. She gave several contradictory accounts apparently, and uh, there was a book by Richard Witts, and, and he named the life and lies of an icon, Nico, the life and lies of an icon. And one of the things about her father um, was that she said he was shot in the head by a French sniper while serving in the Wehrmacht. Um, gravely wounded with no certainty he would survive. Uh, uh, but another story is that he sustained head injuries that uh, caused brain issues for the rest of his life and he died in an asylum or something like that. So she tells, she told oh. lots of different stories about her father. But he was in the army, that's for or sure. Or maybe he crashed German. in an airplane somewhere in Russia. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And, and got saved yeah, by Tatars. Started and, a new sort yeah. of art movement. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Changed his name and wore a hat. <laughs> it's all connected, everything's <laughs> yeah. connected, yeah, sure. Yeah, um, Jim Morrison died in a bath with uh, Jimi Hendrix. And, uh, and they- They did? Yeah. Apparently, yeah, and then, then baths were named after them from then on, you know, the mm -hmm. Hendrix Morrison bath is very well known for... Um, Where was Hemingway something? at that time? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Where was anyone that, in that time? Mm -hmm. They all seemed to know each other, everybody. Yeah, small world. Yeah, small graveyard. So they all met at the, at the office of the record company? No doubt. Yeah, it was probably Andy Warhol was controlling everything. His uh, tendons stretched across the world. But why did you want to come here? Because it was you that mentioned yesterday, oh, I'm going to go to this. Oh, um, because I'm doing uh, research on, on, uh, on a racetrack that's uh, built here. Oh, that's right. You went to another grave uh, before and this. It's the first motorway uh, in the world. Mm. And I was at the place where the first south-south curve was. Mm -hmm. um, and when I, I saw that on, on the map, I thought, hmm, that's not too far away from this uh, little uh, cemetery. Mm. So why not go there? But I, I missed it. And, and now I know why I missed it, because it's like a path where you go and you walk your dog and not when you go with your That's bicycle. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are some signs and things, but it's not really heavily advertised, is it? So yeah. So if, if you want to find this uh, dear people in the world, uh, take a bus like, uh, like Adrian did. And then um, overshoot like I did, and then walk another two miles yeah. back on yourself. And the best thing is ask people around, because anyone who's walking in this area knows it. Um, Especially yeah. if they're a little bit older, because then they are from the area. And otherwise, don't trust your, uh, your telephone because uh, the thing goes berserk. Oh yeah, there's no it, internet around It will put you in the water. There's also that, yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> it's a kind of internet-free zone. Mm -hmm. 
I must say. And okay. another and another touristic uh, advice is um, if you go back to the Havel uh, Chaussee, the the big street uh, close to uh, to the river, mm -hmm. then you will come to a big tower, mm -hmm. an old tower, the Grunewald Tower. Right. And from there you've got a very splendid view over over the river, mm. almost like a lake somewhere near the Swiss-Italian border. So, thank you for listening to this show dedicated to Nico. In and, a way it uh, was, yes. A homage. Mm. And uh, join us soon. Yeah.